0: Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello
1: everyone, my name's Stephen Weeks. I'm Policy Manager with NHS Employers with Special Responsibility for Staff Engagement. And welcome to this series of podcasts on the research evidence around staff engagement. And in this series, we're going to be looking at the emerging findings from a National Institute of Health Research funded study on the evidence base for uh, employee engagement with special relevance to the NHS and we're going to be featuring uh, different aspects of that um, work in various podcasts. Welcome to our podcast on the uh, evidence around employee engagement. I'd like to particularly welcome Professor Katie Truss of Sussex University who's been heading up the study, um, the largest study, into the issues around employee engagement with particular uh, focus for the NHS. And we're going to be looking at some uh, the overall issues uh, around engagement with um, some particular relevance to some of the, the central questions underlying the issue of employee engagement. So then starting off with the, the really big question, uh, what is the meaning of employee engagement?
0: Okay, thank you very much Stephen. Um, That's a really good question and in fact it's one that we don't really know the answer to unfortunately. Um, We've spent the last year delving into the research around engagement um, and what we have found is that there are almost as many definitions of engagement as there are people talking about it. So it makes the field very confusing for anyone who's really trying to understand the evidence base around engagement and why it matters. What we found was that most definitions of engagement can be divided up under two headings. The first one is uh, the sense of doing engagement. So engagement is something that we do to our employees. So it's a way of managing people, uh, a way of involving people in decision-making within the organisation. So that's doing engagement and that's very much the definition that many practitioners will identify with. The other main definition that we found was being engaged. And this isn't one that's so well known amongst the practitioner community, but in fact it's interesting to note that this is the definition that is most used amongst academics. So in the context of being engaged, engagement is a psychological state that we all experience to a greater or lesser degree in relation to our work. This sense of engagement as being um, an attitude that we have towards our work emerged very much as part of the positive psychology movement, which has been very much concerned with understanding the positive aspects of how humans function within a work context. And it originally was uh, associated with the idea of individuals expressing their real authentic self whilst doing their work. So, in other words, you have a sense of being who you really are whilst you're doing your work. You're not putting on an act in any way. This was then developed through uh, the last couple of decades into the notion of engagement as a positive state of mind directed towards your work tasks. And the work of the Utrecht group, has been particularly influential here. Now the Utrecht group have defined engagement as comprising three different facets and these are vigour, dedication and absorption. So vigour is the amount of energy that we put into our work, dedication is the amount of enthusiasm and inspiration we get from the job that we do And absorption is this sense of flow and being immersed in our work. And in fact, in our review of all the evidence, this definition was used in 86% of the studies that met our quality threshold. So what you'll note here, Stephen, is very much that engagement is an individual feeling that we have in relation to our work and it's directed towards our work tasks rather than our employer.
1: Thanks for that, Katie. And then obviously vital that we have the right um, understanding of what engagement is in order that we can take um, effective action around it. But it does raise the question of, in a way, does it matter? What difference does it make? What um, definition of engagement we have?
0: Well, I think this is a very important question again, Stephen. And a lot of people say, well, does it really matter? what engagement is, we know what it is, we know an engaged workforce when we see one. Do we really need to have a precise definition? I think as academics we tend to think that having a precise definition is really quite important because if you can't define something and operationalise it very carefully and precisely we can never be fully sure that we're measuring what it is we're setting out to talk about. So we do take the issue of um, defining and measuring engagement quite seriously in the academic world. And in our review of the evidence, we've looked very carefully at the quality of the studies that have been done on engagement. And I have to say that the majority of studies that have been carried out under the banner of doing engagement ended up not meeting our quality thresholds. So the vast body of evidence is really from the work that's been carried out on engagement as a psychological attitude or a psychological state towards work. Uh, and in fact, I think you might be interested to know as well that actually, uh, in relation to the healthcare context, there's actually a very uh, small number of papers that have been published that met our quality threshold that have looked at engagement specifically within healthcare. So, for example, in the context of morale, so Is engagement associated with morale? If we've got a highly engaged workforce, is their morale likely to be higher? And we actually only found 12 studies that had looked at this question, and only two of these were from the UK. So I think that that really shows that the evidence base is not as strong as we might think that it is. And my colleague, Dr Adrian Madden, is going to talk some more about that evidence um, in one of our other podcasts. In terms of the link between engagement and performance, we actually only found six studies that had looked at the healthcare context, and in fact none of these had taken place in the UK. Now that's not to say there is no research on engagement within the UK, but just in terms of the quality threshold that we set for our review of the evidence, none of them actually made it over the bar. So what did these studies actually show? We did find um, some evidence that uh, engagement is linked with the quality of care, but the evidence was actually surprisingly weak and somewhat contradictory. On the other hand, we did find slightly more evidence that um, engagement is linked to performance at the level of the individual. So in other words, people who are engaged with their work do tend to perform better than those who aren't. But making that link then to the wider healthcare context is actually much more difficult to do. Uh, These findings really do replicate what we found in a wider analysis of the link between engagement and performance in other sectors as well. Um, Similarly, uh, we only found 22 studies that had looked at the link between engagement and performance at the level of the individual most of those showed a relationship. So I think in terms of what we can say definitively about engagement, I think the evidence about the link between engagement and individual performance is probably stronger than the link between engagement and morale.
1: Thanks very much for that, Katie.